Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad giving you my weekend recap, talking about the games that I played over the weekend. Typically, I don't get to play a lot of games over the weekend. Usually, that is like more family time, outdoor activities if we can. Um, Fortunately, uh, this week was a little different. I was able to get some games to the table. Saturday night, Rachel and I, uh, after we put Caroline to bed, we went down to the basement where the game room is, and we played... Uh, some Crokinole. Now, you guys know I absolutely love Crokinole. I build my own boards, and I have several of them. I built several for friends. Uh, Jeremiah has one of mine. Josh has one of mine, and two other buddies. So I have a lot of fun with Crokinole. I love building them. I love playing it, and I love sharing it with new people. It's one of my favorite dexterity games. So Rachel and I got this to the table. And uh, we play. We usually play best of three. We didn't have to play best of three this time because she kicked my butt in two games back to back. I don't even think I. I think I got to fifty points in the second game. The first game I didn't even break fifty points. The goal is to get first one to get to a hundred wins. Uh, so Rachel schooled me in in Crokinole. Made me feel kind of sheepish and bad about uh, about. Crokinole, because I thought I was better than that. Apparently, she's just way better. So that was Crokinole for me this weekend. So then we decided, okay, so let's play a game that's cooperative. So last night, um, we decided to play one of the exit games by Thames and Cosmos. This is the Forbidden Castle. And we were already kind of tired. So we were going into this a little bit sleepy, which you should never, ever do. And we got through the first two clues and we got to the third one and we were stuck. This was just, this clue just killed us. Now uh, we finally ended up, we said, okay, let's figure out, let's figure out how to get through this next door, this next lock. And, and then we'll go to bed. We'll, we'll stop the timer and we'll go to bed. So we decided to uh, take a look at it. And we still, even after we read through how this clue was supposed to be uh, figured out or this lock was supposed to be figured out, we still couldn't get it. We were folding papers, cutting papers, trying to line things up, and we were not getting it. It was just not making sense. <laughs> no, no joke, this morning, a fresh set of eyes on it. I looked at it before I went to work. It all came together. It just goes to show you just need to be in the right frame of mind to play these games. So, uh, unfortunately, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out that that lock, and as I said in a previous post weeks and weeks ago, I don't play to the timer anymore where I'm trying to escape the room based upon a time frame because I, we usually do okay. We're usually over the time that would get us 10 points. We're usually in the seven or eight point range. Um, so I don't go by the timer so much. I just like to figure out the clues. I have so much fun figuring out the puzzles in the game. So uh, I don't let the time beat me up too much. And you might say, well, that's a cop out. Well, It's fun for me to play it without having that stress. I just like to figure out the clues, and if we happen to get a good time, so be it. 
Anyways, that was my weekend recap. Played a little Crokinole, played a little exit, pick up an exit game. They're like 12 bucks. The abandoned cabin is a great one to start with. It's easy enough that you can get your feet wet and get ready to get into some of the harder ones. Uh, so that's it for now. Check you later. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. I'm AJ Skifstad, and we're going to do a little bit of a Monday night game night recap with some new stuff hitting the table. I'll start with a couple things. Yeah, no, I, I got two new things to the table, so I'll just go right through them. We played Spirit Island again, four players, which was super chaotic. But what I added to the table with this was the Branch and Claw expansion, which I believe was released with the original Kickstarter. Um, I just happened to pick it up recently. And um, we played with four players. We had only played the game one time uh, together before that, uh, before just jumping into this expansion. The expansion packs a huge punch. It adds event cards, and that happens between the blight phase when you're blighting the island, and it happens between the fear phase when you're fe- when you're putting uh, the using the fear cards that you've gained. So. Uh, we played with those events and those events will change based upon what's happening in the game, how well you're doing or how bad you're doing. Um, and it also adds these tokens. There are wild tokens that you can put out that powers are going to affect. If wild tokens are in a certain land, they're going to do damage to the invaders. There's like a pestilence token or, or disease. I believe they call it a disease prevents, uh, I believe it pre- prevents, um, the area that's going to build from building and then you discard that token there is a, a like a growth token the growth token pre- prevents explorers from exploring and there's one more i can't remember what it's called it's the shape of a fist and it stops an invader from ravaging the land one of the invaders on a territory and then you discard it really good ways to help the uh spirits win the game it's really helpful to have them they, they battle that ravaging and building and exploring aspect of the game. They also add a ton of new scenarios. I think they add, and when I say a ton, that's, uh, I think, four scenarios, which is still a lot because the game is so big and vast already. And then they add three, I think, three uh, new invader types. I think France might be one of them. Sweden might be one of them. In any case, lots of variability. The game was great. I love seeing the new cards that were added, the major and minor powers. I love seeing that the way they worked with the uh, tokens that were added to the game. It was super fun. So that was our first game we played. We also played The Grizzled by Cool Mini or Not. Uh, And it's a good game. I played it many times before. It's about, uh, I would say... 75% luck and 25% strategy. Still fun, though. It's still fun to see if you can win. Um, So if you like little co-op games that that play pretty quick, the Grizzled will beat you up pretty quick, and you'll go away feeling sorry for yourself. But we had fun playing that. And then another new game to the table I had mentioned was uh, World Monuments. World Monuments has been out for a while, uh, but doesn't have, I believe, the following maybe that it deserves. We played the game, and we really liked it. It played quick, it played smoothly, and there was a lot of strategy in this. Thinking about what tokens other people had taken to build the monument with, thinking about when you were going to get a chance to build on a higher tier of the monument, because when you're building something like the Capitol, if you're able to play a color on a higher tier, it's worth more points. The higher the tier that you build, the more points you get. 
the lower the tier you build, the less points. Sometimes you have to build low and somebody else gets to take the advantage and build on top of it. It was a really solid game. Now, I, I think maybe people were expecting more out of this game. Just it's, it's, it's a really light game with a lot of strategy. I mean, it's quick. It's, uh, it's quick and it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun and you really do get to strategize, but you don't have to over strategize or think too hard. Like this game a lot, World Monuments by Queen Games. And I told you I picked it up for $4. For $4, that was a good buy. So those are the games that are hitting the table. A couple new things. And uh, just stay tuned. Check out some more stuff going on at theologyofgames.com. That's it for now. Check you later. Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by theologyofgames.com. Coming to you with what I'm hoping to play at game night tonight. Uh, friend of mine got his order in of a couple of new games that I'm super excited to try out. One of them is the new Stefan Feld game, Carpe Diem. It is a lighter weight, supposedly, game uh, set in Roman times. And then the other one is Coimbra, which I honestly didn't really know much about. And then he said, Hey, I'm getting this game. And I did some research and I was like, Oh, I'm really excited to try that too. So we will see. Hopefully I will play both of those games tonight. We'll see. I'll keep you updated and have a great day, everyone. Bye. Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyOfGames.com, coming to you with some news from the industry. PAX Unplugged was this last week, or weekend, and man, that thing has grown massively. I have no idea what their numbers are, but I remember seeing pictures of it last year and thinking, oh, that's a, that's a good size. This year it was huge, so many people went there, and... Lots of publishers, and they're even starting to break some news there now. And the news that caught my eye was that Renegade Game Studios has announced a legacy version of Clank. And when I think about it, that makes total sense thematically. And uh, I have no idea how they'll pull that off, but what a cool idea that you're going to build your deck over time, build your character over time, and I can't wait to see how this thing unfolds. So I think it, we're still a long way off, but it was a great surprising announcement of a legacy Clank game. So did you hear some news out of PAX Unplugged? Let us know what it is, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyOfGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. Thank you.